what's going on guys it is happy hour we made it to the end of the week uh normally happy hours on thursday but we're doing it today friday thank you everybody for understanding the little shift in schedule but we made it it's friday august 14th 2020 how you guys doing i'm a little bit uh what's going i mean i know i always have white problems with white balance on this camera but today I just have I've got sunscreen on and I've got that uh, zinc-based sunscreen that like turns your skin <laughs> white uh, and does weird things to your face. Uh, so that's what I've been wearing. I've been out with the kids in the kiddie pool, just hanging out. Uh, I'm gonna call that ice bath time because we just filled it this morning and it is co cold hose water. But uh, I'm here. I almost missed it. My daughter had to remind me, and then my wife had to remind me too. I was like, oh. Yeah, I got to get up there. So happy hour. I've got a Coors, Coors Light here today. Cheers to you guys. Um, hopefully you guys are doing well. Let's see who's here. Um, we've got Chris Dyke in here, Martha, Leona Wong, Larry Lawrence. Ooh, Larry Lawrence says, hi all. It's a cool 102 feel like here in Central Florida. Ooh, that's hot. That's hot. Um, yeah, it's it got really hot here the past couple of days. And then, uh, which has me concerned for all the people that don't have power or air conditioning. And then, um, yeah, it's uh, it's real steamy. It's hotter in Cedar Rapids than it is up here. It's like a noticeable change in temperature. Very akin to like when I'm by the lake where I live in Chicago and then go to the suburbs. It's just like 10 degrees different. So it's hot. Um, Martha's here talking about the 5K record. Um, very cool. Uh, Frank Lahulier, JC, Yiming Sen. Yeah. I, I've been seeing on Twitter and on Instagram that uh, there's Diamond League races going on in Monaco, is it? And uh, yeah, that's what Yiming Sen says. And then um, I would love to be able to watch those, but we don't get, maybe I can still watch those. Because I can control my DVR from here, and I think I can stream things that I've recorded to my DVR to here. But otherwise, we don't get like the NBC Sports channel here, so maybe I could still watch that. That'd be kind of cool to check out. Jonathan Fan is here, says what's up, and Charles Ventura says greetings. Jonathan Ventura has been here for an hour. <laughs> uh, he says ever since I put out that video, my right knee has been acting up. Have been using the Triumph 17th and Kambara 11s for the bulk of my miles. Maybe a psychological thing though. I hope it's just a psychological thing, or maybe I hope it doesn't if your knee has actually been acting up, because maybe that's a, a solution for you. But hopefully you're, you're just imagining the knee pain. Hopefully that's, you can get through it. It's not a thing. Um, to update my knee issue, um, I'm continuing to not run on some sock knees for a little bit, and it's feeling better and better every day. So uh, I don't know if it's that or kind of like chopping my stride up a little bit so I'm not reaching out so much or that and like the resuming of my my leg strength routine and some other mobility stuff you know who know who knows if it's a combination of things but if it's a combination of things i'll keep doing the combination of things just in case that's kind of how i feel about it um but i'm feeling really good i think that maybe next week we can start um maybe monday i'll start on another training plan maybe we'll start on that 5k training plan. i still have to kind of figure out what i want to do i don't want to do exactly like a jack daniels 5k training plan because these 5K training plans are like 12 weeks long, 16 weeks long. It's crazy. So I don't want to do that long of it, but we'll I'll figure something out. Um, all right. Let's see. Bert Legas is here. Ilya Kim. 
Uh, Kay Smithley, CV76. CV says, the other night I had a dream that I bumped into Prince Harry during one of my runs. What does that mean? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, that's interesting. Like, tell me, I need to know more about this dream. Like, did you bump into him? Like, you were running and it was like a flyby and like, oh, I think that was Prince Harry. Or was it like a, you bumped into something, you're like, oh, sorry. And then you're like, oh, hey, I know you. Like, I, I think we need more detail. Maybe then we can interpret what that means for you. <laughs> Probably not, but I'd just like to lo know, know more about it. Uh, let's see. Dave says, the Diamond League, they have lights that show you record pace. It's pretty cool. That's awesome. I mean, I, I, I've not watched that many Diamond League races. The one that I probably paid the closest attention to recently um, is was the one in Dubai. And I didn't know if it was just like, it seemed over the top. It seemed like it was more, like more spectacle was put into it. Um, and not necessarily in a bad way, but more spectacle was put into it than I remember seeing for like the Olympics or at least the last Olympics. And so I was just like, man, is this, is the Diamond League always this insane? Cause I, I'm like, I certainly could be. Cause like in the U S we like don't care, but, uh, in Europe, like the track scene is a little bit different. And so I was like, is that just how it always is? Or is this like Dubai being like Dubai about it? I couldn't tell. Uh, Bert, I guess, says, went running in the forest yesterday to escape the heat wave. Got caught in a summer rain and hailstorm. Oh, boy. Without a rain jacket. Soaking wet. But the temperature made it like an enjoyable shower. Yeah. I mean, I was looking on Twitter today, and someone was like, how come we can't make a rain jacket that doesn't make you sweat like a ton? And I feel like the person was overthinking the problem. Like, if you're sweating a ton, just get wet. Like, it's rain. It's water. You know, like the only time I care about a rain jacket is where like I'd much rather be sweating on the inside of that jacket than soak to the bone because it's like 40 degrees. 40 degrees and raining is like my that's like the only temperature that I won't run in. Like those are the only conditions I just I just refuse because that will just make me catch a cold in like no time. But, you know, that's nice, though. It sounds like well, except for the hail. Hopefully the hail didn't get you. Yeah, Corey Allen says, listen to the question says, did you listen to the chai, chi, chi running episode on Extra Mileist? So many great bits to run by metronome and posture to fix knees. I did listen to that one. And one of the things that I pulled from that was like the lean forward a little bit more on that to like let kind of like like gravity do a little bit more of the work in terms of propulsion. Um, and uh, I, I intermittently try to incorporate that. Uh, whenever I can remember to do it. Um, and I love the idea of it. I love the idea of running as meditation. It's kind of how I started running longer distance to begin with. I would try and, and like not enter, but like um, do 3D magic eye as I ran. And like that was kind of like a way of med meditating. Um, just like focus on a spot far away and then lose focus as you run. So basically, so that way you're like, your brain is still perceiving peripheral vision. So you can know if like, there's an obstacle in front of you or if like you're turning but way like look without really looking at anything uh and that was a really great way to like kind of like extend my longest runs that's what i would do so i love the idea of like chi running uh or meditative running uh flow state like all those ideas I, i'm very intrigued by them but i just didn't like the chi running episode that much i don't know what it was about it but it didn't like maybe i just was really excited about it and it just didn't like 
I was expecting Epiphany, and I didn't get it, I guess. Maybe. I don't know. Steve Arnberg says, You looking forward to Hyperion Elite 2? It looks promising. I've been looking forward to Hyperion Elite 2 since the day that I pre-ordered the Hyperion Elite 1. Um, so yes, I'm very much looking forward to it, because I love the Hyperion, temp Hyperion Tempo. Um, I just love the DNA Flash. So if it's DNA Flash that's in the Hyperion Elite 2, plus a carbon fiber plate, and the upper was really nice on the Hyperion, so uh, Hyperion Elite, so like if it's a similar upper and it kind of looks like it is, I'm pretty excited. I'd like to get the all, like, Des Linden had an all black, here's the thing, Des Linden had an all black version when she ran the Boston Marathon. Give me an all black version, please. I want the all black version. I mean, it kind of looks like a Frankenstein shoe, like like Herman Munster Frankenstein, um, because of the stack height so thick, but like I want it in black. But I'll take, you know, I'll buy it in the regular color too. I, I mean, I hope it's promising. Uh, all right, someone says, Something about FedEx. Ah. J Page says, waiting for FedEx to drop off my endorphin shifts. Very cool. Very cool. I got mine the other day. I'm just going to wait probably like another week before I run it. But we'll we'll see. Um, Corey Allen says, have you ever run in the Big 7 Quad Cities Davenport? I ran it about four times. So great. Is it near you? I'm not running that race. Davenport, I think, is about an, I want to say about an hour and a half south of here. My niece had a softball tournament in davenport like two weekends ago i think so i mean and like it was a two-day thing and they drove back each night i think it was a long drive but it was close enough that they could like go out there play in the tournament all day come back at night and then drive back out in the morning to finish the t second day of the tournament so um it's relatively close i only have a handful of experiences in davenport most of them, I mean, none of them involve running. They all involve driving and also getting lost. I get hopelessly lost every time I try to drive through that city. Mm. Let's see. Dave says, did you see the What's Inside YouTube channel? Did a Seth cut open the Nike Alpha Flies? I didn't know that. Um, I didn't know that they did that. That's pretty cool. Char Marshall asks, you ever feel like you had a terrible week running and then look back at your numbers and realize you rocked it? Uh, no. <laughs> I, I usually have a pretty good idea because uh, I obsess over the numbers a little bit, probably too much. I usually have a pretty good idea of what I, what I did. But something that pleases me is like usually like on Thursday when like my weekly mileage number, and I've talked to you guys about how I probably care about my weekly mileage number a little bit too much. If I get to like a high, relatively high weekly mileage number by Thursday or Friday, it it pleases me. It makes me very happy. Um, so yeah. Colin Baker is watching the Diamond League races on a, on a um, delay right now. So spoilers. Yeah, Colin, I would say like maybe today's a good day to tune out. I think lots of people are talking about the spoilers. Mm, let's see. Jeff Elliott, where did that go? As soon as I was about to read Jeff Elliott, Jeff Elliott says, I saw a couple uh, of the reviews of the Elite 2, and it looks nice. I won't be picking up any super shoes anytime soon, but I do like it. You know, Jeff, that brings up a good point. I was kind of looking at that because I was like, man, all these people got the Adios Pro. All these people got the Hyperion Elite 2 already. They got it early. Um, and I'm just like, I don't have those, and no one's talking to me about sending me a pair. And then I was like, I'm 
pretty okay with that. Um, I'm like, maybe I'll just let other people review those other shoes and I'll keep just doing my thing of the shoes that are the kind that I need to train in and the kind that I'm going to race in and focus on that, you know, rather than kind of chasing like the, the hype shoe and like the views. Uh, I mean, that's kind of partially how I got to like started in this. So I'm like, you know, from like a channel perspective, I'm like, oh, I'm not on the front edge of the buzz here and I'm a little bit concerned, but I'm like, I don't know. Like I've, I ran in a lot of the super shoes and they all seem to disagree with me. And so I'm like, eh, maybe it's time to revisit and like figure something new out. Let someone else do the super shoes. I'll do the ones that like regular people can run in. Maybe that's kind of what I'm thinking. Um, yeah. Martha says, I still want that beautiful blue sole on the Hy Hyperion Elite too, but the yellow green is pretty slick too. That'd be nice. I'd like the blue because then at least it would match. Like, give me the black upper and the blue midsole of the Tempo and the Elite 2. Ooh, I think that would be nice. That would make me pretty happy. Because then you because then you could do, like, the what is the, I forget what the name of the trail shoe. You could do the trail shoe, the Hyperion Tempo, and then the Hyperion Elite 2. They just need a um, one more. They just need a daily trainer in there. And then they've got, like, a set of four. I hope that's coming next. Um, Steven Gersdorf says, anybody running the Escalante racer? My friend Ryan Clayton just did a video on, on the racer today, I think. I think it just dropped earlier a couple hours ago. So I would go check that out. I haven't looked at it yet. I don't think I'm going to try that one. So I might go look at that video right away. Um, Chris Dyke, following up, we're picking up right where we left off from last time with the 80s movies, says, uh, watched The Great Outdoors last night. John Candy was such a gem. That one was a great movie. I absolutely love that movie. Um, I think that that movie, I mean, this is going to date me or age me or not age me, but I think that movie was the first movie that I saw that had bad words in it. And I don't think that there were any curses in the entire movie except when the raccoons were talking. And in that movie, like the raccoons were subtitled along the bottom. And um, I just remember in like the end credits, the raccoons were like, digging through the garbage and they were talking about their sharp claws and they were like what do you think these sharp claws are for scratching our you know and they use a bad word for it and i was just uh, i forget what age i was but i was young enough to feel like that was hilarious i just thought it was so funny um that's my memory of that movie great outdoors uh yeah and then uh there was a cartoon series based off of that movie um uh, it was a pretty good cartoon i watched that for a long time well, maybe I didn't, but because I don't think it lasted that long. But I did enjoy that cartoon quite a bit. <laughs> you know, um, in terms of the movies, though, Martha mentioned the McFarlane USA movie, and I looked it up, and it's not going to come to Disney Plus till like September 2021. I was like, what? And now, now I'm like, now I really, really I wanted to watch it because Martha recommended it, but now I really, really want to watch it because I can't see it for a long time. You know, it's like that. Uh, you want the things you can't have. Um, Jasmine Drakang says, hi, what's your view on the Halo Sport 2 headset? I don't have a view on it. I'm not familiar with it. Caleb Fowler says, hey, Kafuzi, my Garmin 4 and 235 is starting to age. And I've been pleased with the hardware, but Garmin Connect has been a little unreliable. Are the Polar Sensor, et cetera, ecosystems any better? Um, I mean, part of that garmin unreliability could be because they got hacked they got like majorly hacked so like um 
I don't. I haven't heard anything about any residual problems. I also haven't heard much about it since like the first like week or so of that happening. So I'm assuming that things are fine and like have resumed. So my understanding was like that all their data got hijacked, and so then they had to restore from old backups and like everything had to like resync. And I think things are fine. I think what really happened is that they paid the ransom. That's what I really think happened. I have no data or evidence to support that, but I think that's what really happened. So I think that's what really happened. So I, but I haven't heard anything since. So I think that like the recent reliability issues in terms of Garmin Connect should be resolved. Um, but maybe your question isn't really about Garmin Connect. Like, is it about like GPS quality? Like your tracings are off or your paces are off? Um, you know, that, those are like a lots of different questions that I, aren't really ecosystem questions. I prefer the polar eco. I, I happen to be wearing the polar hat today, but um, not intentional. But I, I do prefer the polar ecosystem. I just like the way the data is presented a little bit more. And I like the way that I can chop it up and look at it a little bit more. So for me, that seems to be a little bit better. In terms of like the livability, in terms of like when I'm done with the run, does it automatically get synced up really fast? You know, that kind of thing. I felt like they were both pretty analogous in that sometimes it's quick, sometimes I have to manually push it up. Like I have to like, you know, press the button on my watch to sync it or like, you know, pull the data from the watch to the phone and then the phone will handle it all. All that has been pretty similar between Cinto Garmin um, and Polar. But in terms of like looking at the data and where your data lives, I, I prefer Polar. All right. Mm. Corian says, thanks for answering. I met Meb and Sarah Hall at the Bix. And he signed my book, Meb for Mortals. It is cool to get some near get near some elites. Man, that guy, Meb, Sarah Hall is pretty cool. Um, she's the one that just like ran like the sixth fastest American uh, half marathon time for women. And she did it like as a time trial. So I don't think it's official, but like I think she just nailed it. But um, Meb is everywhere. That guy, I mean, that guy must travel more now that he's not an athlete or not like competing as an elite athlete, but I mean, he's everywhere. Um, like my 2020 sca travel schedule, like exactly mirrored, like every city I went, Meb was there. And it was so weird um, for like the first three months of the year anyway. Uh, but I, I've just, I've always missed, I always miss meeting him. That's one of my goals. I'm gonna meet Meb sometime. Uh, Bjorn Ross says, have you already talked about the 5k world record? You know, I haven't seen the race, so I'd love to be able to, like, to, I don't have the ability to talk about it, but lots of people have been chatting about it. It's pretty insane. Running Addict says he's going to take his Saucony Fast Switch 9 for a spin. Very cool. Very cool. I've never run in that one. Uh, Kurt Steege says, McFarland USA is a movie that is on a lot these days on some of the movie channels. When it's on, I always watch it. Man. Now I've, I mean, now you guys are just, I'm feeling like FOMO now. I'm feeling left out. Um, do DW running says live stream is pixelating. Uh Oh, mm, I'm not sure what to do about that. Oh, the bit rate is low. I think that, um, my upload speed is not great today. I don't know what that would. All right. I don't think my wife's, uh, my wife's been having a lot of, uh, work video calls lately. I don't know. Um, so I apologize for that, but hopefully we'll at least still be able to get the audio coming through. Uh, Steve Arnberg talking about the Garmin my, in my hypothesis or my wild speculation. He says the rumor is Garmin paid 10 million and Sean Marshall says, I think it was 20. Mm, that's insane. Absolutely insane. 
um, crazy. Frank Lahulier says, Goku Runner said he had to restart his Garmin because the watch was screwing things up after the hack. Oh, interesting. Yo, so maybe you should try that. Um, who were we talking to about the 235 acting screwy? Try a reset. Hmm. Tony says, it must have been the Russians that hacked Garmin. Every time I think about like these big massive hacks like this, and uh, also when people talk about Russian hackers and like Russian interference, um, not to downplay the fact that I think that these are all like legitimate things and state sponsored and problems, but I also can't help but think about I don't know if you guys remember the movie when Vin Diesel starred as Triple X, not Triple X the second one that had Ice Cube as the secret agent, but the first one when Vin Diesel was Triple X and the Russian kind of like internet hacking identity theft slash crime ring slash they want to take over the world. Was it through the use of like chemical weapons of some sort? The Russian outfit was called Anarchy 99. And so every time I hear about like Russians, I think Anarchy 99. And it's just very like my mind gets like giggles and is terrified, all these things like at the same time. I don't know if I'm probably the only one that has that happen. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Uh, there was a time when um, basically in the years between like uh, basically at the turn of the century, uh, a little bit earlier than that, like from like the middle of college until like the time when like my wife found me as kind of like the little lost puppy. Um, there was a time where like Netflix played a really big part of my life. And this was back in the day when you had to like you could choose like the three DVD subscription, the five DVD subscription or like the seven DVD. Wasn't it like something like that? And you would watch the DVD and then mail it. They put it in the mailers and you would mail it back. Um, where I watched like every movie that existed. Or at least every movie that like um, Netflix had. And yet, I still never watched Ghost, Dirty Dancing, or Big Trouble in Little China. But every other movie I watched. <laughs> um, Tony, you asked, how much do you pay per month for your data on Apple Watch? I think $15 a month. It's uh, it's expensive. Jeff Elliott talks about his Garmin and says, my Garmin has been fine and I take a month off due to an injury. So basically I missed all of the Garmin issues. Well, at least that worked out. Sean Marshall says, I was checking out the Polar V today. This run club is bad for my wallet, Kapuzi. Sorry about that. I mean, you don't. I mean, if you're looking at the Polar Vantage V, I would say wait, because I I think there's an update coming. I don't have any data inside data. Um, it is not. It's not that I have data that I can't talk about or information that I can't talk about. I just don't have any information. But I suspect, like, because of the way that the Grit X has so many similar functions to the Vantage V and even a couple more features, I feel like whenever the Vantage V update does come it's going to be like substantially better because I think they're trying to position that one as a flagship. But I also do know, and I don't know if I can share this or not, but I don't think it's a secret, but like um, a lot of Polar's releases this year, as well as a lot of other technology manufacturers releases and also shoe manufacturers um, have been pushed back because of all the coronavirus lockdowns and stuff that happened earlier in the year. And so like, I don't know if that Vantage V update is coming in 2020 or not, but I mean, that's, I would say, like, if you're looking at the Vantage V, look at the Grit X as well. Because um, I think that Grit X is cheaper, 
but it has more features, at least at the moment. I don't know if they're planning a firmware upgrade. I would think that that would make sense or just wait till the next version comes out. Um, Colin Baker says, talk about the Garmin's though. If you're having a Garmin Connect Sync issues, try turning off your phone's phone screens auto shut off and do a full sync. Takes a long time, but everything worked fine for me after that. Oh, interesting. That would make sense if what they did do, in fact, was a, a restore from backups, like a disaster recovery backup. Because then if you do the full sync, then it would um, repopulate any of the, the dates between like the last date of the backup and like current time, and then bring you forward. That makes sense. And then I guess turning off the phone screen is to make sure it doesn't fall asleep while it's happening. So that, that's interesting. Uh, Chen Zhao says, what's the moving shadow in the background? I think it's cars. So there's a light here, like in front of me. I'm sitting in front of a window. There's also a light down there. So from like the hall, there's stairs going down here, and there's a hallway stair window in the stairs. And I think that as the cars come through, this, the light is coming from be behind the house and then hitting the cars and then reflecting like up through there and then also through here. So it's like it does a weird thing as the cars go by. So that's what the moving shadows are from. It, it, it freaked me out for a long time, too. <laughs> yeah, Martha says, we thought all thought they were goats at first. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Will Gross says, anyone else excited for fall running? I mean, I kind of am, but um, I'm also just, like, you know, really enjoying the fact that I can go outside and not have to, like, put on 10 layers. Not that I mind putting on 10 layers. I love cold weather running. I prefer it. But, like, it's also just nice to hop outside and run. So, like, I try to, like, embrace each season for as long as that. I, I treat it like seasonal food. Like, I was telling you guys in the last live stream that my, my mother-in-law and I are like, we got to keep eating more of this sweet corn while it's around. We got to eat it until we're sick of it. Because it only lasts, like, for about a good month of the year, and the Iowa sweet corn is delicious. There's, um, in Dyersville, the town, the next, like, big town over, or, like, the only, like, like the big town that we're, we're near here. Uh, we're about five miles out. And, uh, and in a couple of other like small towns around this area, there's a local family that grows sweet corn and they're very good at it. And this, I don't know if it's all every year or this year because of coronavirus reasons. This year, their sweet corn stand is all in the honor system. Uh, they have prices listed and you get sweet corn and they have really fantastic water. The watermelons are amazingly good. And cantaloupe, which everyone here calls muskmelon. I've never heard that before. I just call it cantaloupe. But only in Iowa have I heard it called muskmelon. That's what it's called. And uh, you go, and the price on the melons, they wrote in Sharpie what the price is. And then in corn, it's like, right now, it's like uh, an incredibly cheap amount. Like, you buy it by the do a dozen is $4, I think. So um, I guess it's not that cheap. I've seen corn cheaper, but it's never been as good as it is here. And so uh, I could be real wrong on the price. But anyway, it's real cheap. And the way you pay for it is there's like a, a container and you just slide money in it. And it's all honor system. There's one here in Dyersville. There's one in Manchester as well. And then I think, I don't know if there's one in Guttenberg or not, or if there's another family that does it in Guttenberg. I think there's a different family that does it in Guttenberg, but they like man like a stand. Um, but anyway... The, the sweet corn's good here, and, like, I just want to eat as much of it as we can. And same thing I feel for, like, hot weather running. Just do as much of it as you can while it's hot. Get sick of the heat. And then once you're ready for the – when it's a, by the time you're, like, super sick of it, I, well, I guess Will Graz, you're already there. Then it'll be fall. And so, like, 
do it until you're sick of it. That way you won't miss it until it's time for it again. That's what I'm hoping. Um, Jeff Elliott says, I'm excited about the fall. I'm in North Carolina. The heat humidity has been brutal. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. That, like, mid-Atlantic humidity. I mean, I guess, like, all the way from, like, Maryland all the way down to uh, Georgia. I mean, I guess everywhere south of, like, Maryland. It's just so humid all year round. But especially in the summertime. I don't know how you guys live there. <laughs> it's so hard. I, I mean, I could imagine it, but, like, what have a hard time. I think I'd have an easier time living in the southwest than the southeast from a temperature perspective. Dave says, how's the hair under the hat co? Oh, man, I'm, like, obsessed with it now ever since my sister gave me a hard time about it. And I'm, like, uh, it's bothering me a lot. So, yeah, it's long and it's, like, uncontrollable and I just don't like it anymore. So I'm, I'm like, and then uh, Motivation Theory Running, like, posted on Twitter that he got his hair cut the other day and it looks great. And I'm, like, I want to look great. So, well, he says, I mean, he says he feels better, too. So I'm, like. I mean, I, looking great is one thing, but, like, feeling great is better. And so I don't feel great about it right now. Um, Frank LaHuyer says, is there still a Prime Day coming this year? I don't know. I feel like they don't need a Prime Day this year. It's been, like, prime season for them, right? Because I feel like Amazon's been making money hand over fist. What? Martha says she lived in North Carolina for five years for her first job and had a Toyota Corolla with no AC. Can't believe I survived the summer that way. I, I don't believe it. I mean, I really just don't believe it. That's in, insane. <laughs> uh, Sean Marshall says, Co, I dig the burly look. Well, thanks. Thanks. Um, what I, like, really envy and is a look that I just don't think I can ever replicate is, like um, – you know, like the runners and also like the like the like the the personal trainers and like the gym rats that are like that have like the beard and then the military haircut where it's like beard here, shaved head and then like the crew cut like the military like just little like swath of hair up top, like that's like a look that I think is really uh, like or basically like uh, like a bare knuckle boxer like from the twenties, like that's a look that I think that is kind of timeless and looks very like debonair you know and very masculine and i think that's like a pretty like cool look i don't think i could ever pull that off but i think it's like it's, i'm very envious of people that could do that like a conor mcgregor kind of thing um i'm, I'm always envious of that um Roz or raw raw rss says or asks any advice on the timing of gels for a half marathon doing one tomorrow oh okay for tomorrow well i would say for a half marathon i think that you can it's not as like important to get to nail that down than it is for a marathon. That being said, I think it will also depend on like what the hydration situation is. If this is like a race race and there's like water station and aid stations, um, that'll change things a little bit. Or if you're versus like if you're carrying it and it's like a self-supported. But um, when I do like a regular half marathon race, like in regular times. What I usually do is I plan for gels at mile five and mile 10, and then I will drink water every 5K. So like five and five is how I think about it. Um, and you can kind of do something similar to that for if you're self-supporting as well. 
Um, but when I'm self-supporting, if I say I've got like a hydration bladder that I can just sip from as I'm running, I might even bump that down, especially for summertime and depending on how hot it is to forget 5k increments, do 15 minute increments and it doesn't have to be drink a ton, but just like stay topped up, uh, and, and, and do it that way. So a couple of different strategies for you. Uh, let's see. I saw something about a really cheap Phoenix. Ch Chan Zhao says, I bought my Garmin Phoenix 5 for $259. I think it was a good bargain. Then this hacking thing happened. I've never had other brands, but also agree the phone app could be use some overhaul. I mean, I think a Garmin Phoenix 5 for $259 is a bargain. That sounds great. I wanted to get that. I, I'd buy that. If I could find one for, for $259, I'd buy it. Because I've been meaning to review the Phoenix series. But it's just so expensive. Like they're starting at like six fifty, or like, and they can get even more expensive if you get the sapphire. Uh, and I also just don't think that I'm like the target user for it. I mean, I only run pretty much, so like, that's why I've always been hesitant. But I'd like to like, you know, kind of figure out what it's all about. And so, yeah, that's great. That's great. Patrick Funk says fall means snow where he is. Slip and slide time. I mean, I kind of like that. Mm, Kurt, uh, Kurt Siege says, here in New Jersey, it's been over 90% humidity all summer. It has just sucked. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember the New Jersey hot summers. But you know what? Like, I mean, you know, no matter where you go, it's always hotter or more humid somewhere else. Or no matter where you go, it's colder somewhere, some other place too. But, like, I remember in high school, I spent a summer in Baltimore. And I was like, Oh, I thought I knew hot. This place is hot. I mean, it's like that whole area, Delmarva Peninsula, that area. It's like all kind of like swampy and humid and just oh, so unbearable in the summer. Um, it's so hard. It's so hard. But yeah, I mean, I remember New Jersey summers. It was hot. Because Charles Ventura says, looking forward to running this winter. And in parentheses, my first winter where I'll be running outside. Awesome. Yeah, Winnipeg, he says, Winnipeg winters equals nuts. Oh, man, yeah, that's insane. Uh, but good luck to you. I think, it'll be, I, th I think you'll have a fun time. Uh, Jeff Elliott says, the heat in the southwest is different. In the desert of California, it doesn't feel as hot as it does here, but it felt like if your car broke down, you could die. Whereas here, it would just be horrible and hot. Yeah, those are very specific and very fine gradations of misery, I think. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but i completely understand what you mean i do i do awesome um i was just listening to today uh uh mark uh chef mark q i don't know if you guys follow him on instagram uh but chef mark q was interviewed by rambling runner uh i think it was just his latest episode and uh i met chef mark at houston like right before the Houston Marathon, we were in the same corral getting ready. He was running the half, I was running the full. Um, but he's been running like 100-mile weeks in Albuquerque, and it just looks like what I imagine. He looks like what I imagine Jesus looked like when he came out of the desert after those 40 days. Or was it 40 days? Or like when he was like wandering in the desert. Because like sometimes he'll find like a giant stick in the, de in the desert in the high altitude of Albuquerque and just like carry it for his like post-run selfie. And he's got this giant like beard that he's been growing and he's running in chicken leg shorts and like a hat and sunglasses. And I'm just and he's just like sunbaked. And it's, an, it's amazing. Um, 
but that's now what I think of when I think of like Southwest Heat is Chef Mark. <laughs> Uh, and I think about like, yeah, if your car broke down there, you could die. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, Arnold Atlanta says, I'm living in Texas and I shut off, uh, my air conditioner during the day to save money. Got a small fan to keep me comfortable. Whoa, Arnold, you are, you have, you must have like amazing composure. Like I can't imagine living in Texas and like turning off the air, AC during the day. Oh, wow. All right, let's uh, let's grab a couple more, and then I gotta go check in on the girls. I, they're with their they're with my wife uh, at the kiddie pool right now, but so they're not unattended. But I gotta go check on on them and kind of relieve my wife. Um, Kevin Knoll says, please don't run in the Saucony shift with that knee. The foam is like concrete. It also apparently takes twenty to thirty kilometers to break in. So that's some hard miles to do on a bad knee, and I need you around, <laughs> Kevin. I love that. I love I love the way you ended that that. Uh, recommendation and yeah i i think that i'm gonna give it at least till the end of like next week maybe i'll do it middle of next week just to try and get like on a, a recovery run or just something easy something um to try it out but i that that rubber part it just looks like a giant stability insert in there so it does give me a little bit of uh a bit of pause but like my knee is like recovering pretty quick i think um so like I'm feeling good that and I do remember both with the on shoes that I mentioned before that gave me problems and then like once I stopped running with them I felt great and then what I've done with the Freedom 3 you know um, I stopped running them and I felt great I was able to like have one or two days where I could run in a shoe like that and I'd be okay as long as I then I kind of gave it a break so I think I'll do that because I do really want to see what it's all about and especially if you say that it's like concrete that's something I definitely want to like experience. Not that I would relish it, but I do want to kind of understand that. So very, very curious. Stevie 76 says, Kofuzi saw Jesus. I mean, Chef Mark Q could be Jesus. We'll see. Maybe. Um, and uh, Steven Gerzard says, run till you see Jesus. Yeah. I mean, there's been times where I felt like I've hallucinated during a run. It happens more often during cold weather runs because I think the brain, like the blood flow isn't as good. And so like the brain gets cold and I feel like I'm loopy. But I've definitely had it during a couple of marathons where I've just like, I don't know if anyone else sees that, but I see a guy handing out half tamales during this race. You know, so like I've definitely had that. But, you know, that'd be kind of cool to have like a, I saw Jesus during my run, especially if it was like Buddy Jesus. Remember the movie Dogma? You know, like that'd be great. That'd be amazing. <laughs> All right. I got one more. Let's talk about – someone said something about a cross-country season. Let's take a look at that. Okay. This will be the last one for today. Nam says, my cross-country season is delayed to March, so I'm not sure what training I should do. Any advice? Well, the first thing I would say is see what your coach says. So, like, if you're – I mean, if you have a cross-country season, I presume you have a cross-country coach. Um, so see what your coach says for you guys to do. Um if the coach isn't allowed to give you that kind of like coaching because it's not in season uh, or maybe your coach, uh, I mean, not all cross country coach or coaches are great uh, and like dedicated to it. Some are like doing it because like they're the one that got tapped uh, to do it. Uh, I don't know what your situation, I don't know what school you're or even state you're in, but like, um, you know, if they're not being very specific in terms of what you're doing, I would spend a lot of time doing two things base building and having fun with running 
And so that's something that I've been thinking about a lot because I've been doing, you know, the heart rate training videos and then people have been asking me a lot of questions about it. And they're like, I'm trying to get back into running and should I do heart rate training? And earlier when I was in this like heart rate training journey, I was like, yes, absolutely. It's a great time to do it. But right now with everything going on, I'm being more aware of the fact that like having fun running is really important right now. And low heart rate training is not the most fun way to run. So I say for you, Nam, if you've got several months to your cross country season, that gives you plenty of time to have fun and also base build. So you can kind of do both. I don't think that you're going to go wrong either way, as long as you're finding a way to stay motivated and at least find some semblance of consistency um, to do that. So maybe you go and try to run some of your highest mileage weeks ever, or maybe you try and run some more of your more intense workouts, like things that you remember from last season uh, during the off season, and then break that up with just periods of like getting out there and running for fun and trying to have more fun, just enjoying running nature, being outside, that kind of thing for as much as you can. And then once it kind of, that way you'll be like mentally fresh, but physically ready for when you finally do get to run that cross country season. So I think that's a great place to end it for, for today. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think good advice that I think hopefully that I can take, um, because I'm thinking a lot about my running these days too. And hopefully that, um, is, uh, helpful for you guys too. Um, going to end it at that point for today. I, tomorrow we might do a video. I did get those flip flops in. So I feel like tomorrow might be a good time for kind of like a lighthearted, like kind of spoofing myself by making a video about flip flops, but also kind of being serious about these new flip flops that I kind of really like. So maybe I'll do that. Uh, but if not, I'll definitely have a live stream tomorrow. You may or may not have a live stream on Sunday. We might go back down to Cedar Rapids again to check in on my brother-in-law. As an update, he's doing fine. He's very antsy. Everyone down there is antsy to like get things back up and repaired and moving, but it's just everything's taking a long time. But um, yeah, so that's it. Hopefully you guys have a good Friday night, have a good weekend, good Saturday long run or Sunday long, wherever the case may be. And uh, I'll see you in the next one. Thanks everyone.